Many very simple things which are very deep, very, very beneficial. But because they are so simple, we take it for granted. We don't take the full benefit from it. Among the very, very simple things that have very deep benefit, one is the simple tasbihat, subhanallah, alhamdulillah, Allahu Akbar. Now, because it's very short, doesn't take any time to say it, so it's regarded as fine, something fine, very, very good, but that's it. But if somebody had to give us something much, much longer, then that might probably interest us more because it's long, we can't do it. So we don't do that. And what is simple to do, we don't do this also. If you consider that when Rasulullah had been requested for a servant, Hazrat Fatima had requested him for a servant to assist with all the difficult chores of the house, which in that time had to be done personally by her and the difficulty of that chores are far beyond what we can compare with anything that has to be done in the house nowadays. Going to fetch the water from a distance and come and grinding that flour and various things, cooking on the open fire. So the, when she requested this, Rasulullah gave her tasbihat. Gave her these tasbihat, subhanallah, besides 33 times before going to bed. Alhamdulillah, 33 times. Allahu Akbar, 34 times. So this was the gift that he gave her. Can we imagine something that where Rasulullah is giving as a gift to his own daughter, what must be the value of that? So these are very simple kalimats, but we take it very lightly, we take it very casually, as a result of which very great benefit that could have been achieved very easily is all we deprived of, deprived ourselves of it. After the first salah, here again, the tasbih fatimi as it's called if the whole tasbih fatimi is recited that's the ideal the least is 10 times each this too has been mentioned in the hadith sharif but one is to recite it as part of the tasbih the other is that together with that one aspect that we should be doing daily is muhasaba taking an account of ourselves and in that muhasaba then to make toba whatever has been done which shouldn't have been engaged in. So now a person after the first salah when reciting subhanallah in the subhanallah he makes the niyat of toba as well. Toba in the sense subhanallah Allah is free of every fault. I am filled of all faults. So ya Allah I am making toba from whatever wrongs I have done. So he is making subhanallah and the niyat of toba is also side by side with it. Now in that there's so many aspects that have already been fulfilled. The recitation of tasbih and muhasaba and the toba. But now deeply, how long does it take to say subhanallah ten times, very consciously, very well. One is to say it in a haphazard manner, say it in a rushed way. We'll deprive ourselves of the real benefit of it. And if a person takes time to say it, then too it won't take more than one second to say it. Say subhanallah properly, one second will take so that 10 times he'll say it, it'll take 10 seconds. Then we should be making shukr for all the innumerable bounties that Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with. But the whole day goes past and hardly any shukr is made. After every salah, thereafter the person says, Alhamdulillah, 
very consciously, very well, deeply, ten times also, but with this niyat of shukr as well. All the bounties of Allah Ta'ala that I have now enjoyed from the last time, from the whole, from the morning till now. So now to make shukr upon that. So now he's reciting Alhamdulillah, which in the Hadith Sharif comes, Alhamdulillah tamla ul mizan. The one recitation of Alhamdulillah, if it is done correctly, is done with a true sincerity, done with that proper quality, the one time, one recitation can fill the entire scales of good deeds with the reward. The one recitation. So, that concentration, another 10 seconds it will take to say Alhamdulillah, but in that the whole aspect of shukr also came in. So now with that niyat of shukr, Alhamdulillah. And much of the things that a person falls into is because of the lack of the greatness of Allah Ta'ala in the heart. If a person had developed the greatness of Allah Ta'ala in his heart, then it would become almost impossible to disobey Allah Ta'ala. So to the extent that the greatness of Allah Ta'ala is in the heart, to that extent a person will stay far away from what Allah Ta'ala is for, has forbidden, what he is displeased with. So now, ten times Allahu Akbar, with that intention that I am developing the greatness of Allah Ta'ala in my heart, and bringing that in my heart. Allahu Akbar, Allah is the greatest. And this greatness has to come in my heart. So now ten times, every salah he is reciting that, with that consciousness, with that concentration. So over the day, even if he just did it ten times each after every salah, that's fifty times after every salah, in total it has been recited. Then when you're going to bed, let us be a Fatimi again. So at least almost, and then after Fajr, Asr will be, the time is there to recite it 33 times properly, consciously. So more than a hundred times in the day, inshallah, he would have recited it. And this will bring all these tremendous benefits. One is the benefits of the Tasbihat, then the benefit of the Muhasaba and the Toba of Shukr and of developing and bringing into our hearts the greatness of Allah Ta'ala. How easily, without any difficulty, no time really spent, no effort to really make. So very simple things, but it's just a matter of how we just conscientize ourselves, just keep ourselves a little bit conscious, being wanting to do that, very simple things to gain that benefit. And in a very easy manner, we can develop this heart, cleanse it, and build the qualities that should be in it. Allah Ta'ala give us the